0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: Thank you. On behalf of General Tire, where
2: anywhere is possible, drivers...
3: All
0: right, Mark, hey, nothing
2: wants to work, start out right here, so yeah, I'd like to welcome you to the, <laughs> the Roddy Bag by oh, show. He here we go, that's time. He was on the third bushwhacker at the floor of Bam Lounge. <clears throat> At the floor of Bama Lounge, a northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the South. Driven down from Boston, he left five feet of snow. Takes after those white sugar strands of the Gulf of Mexico. Waved his hands in the air, his voice rose through the roof. spreading the message of his disputed truth. Like an old time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. And said, this is the promise, land. It's one of the hardest digs in me. If you get that special feeling, that goes deep into your body. digging nights, nice. Alabama gang from Hewitt Town or Rocket City, right?
1: Night and it's time to get rowdy.
4: Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Mag Like Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark.
3: Right, it's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy right and we're gonna talk about the rowdiness that took place in Indianapolis all weekend and hey, back tonight with me is my Showtown
4: duel, Jackman Jeff and Shouttown Mar. Welcome back, guys. Hey rowdy. Yep, yeah, it's recovery time for us. Uh good time. My legs are feeling it. Uh need a little extra water, uh, but I got my coffee here and we're ready to go. Uh how you doing, Jeff?
5: I'm doing good uh, Like you said, a long weekend A great weekend I Got to do the PIR show in Indianapolis for two days And got to do the ARCA banquet Saturday night uh, To wrap up the ARCA season So getting ready for the new season so, so I'm ready to go
4: Well you and I have a race to go through this weekend too
5: We sure do Two more this year And we'll wrap up the year Get
0: ready to start the new year. Well, all right, guys.
5: Hey, uh,
3: also, jumped in here. I got Todd up there from upstate New York, probably sitting in knee-deep snow. What's going on there, Todd, up in upstate?
6: Well, we don't have knee-deep snow up Lake North Carolina. Uh, We really don't have hardly much at all. Well, that just
4: disappoints us. (laughs) You'll get it. It's on its way, isn't it, Todd?
6: Uh, probably eventually, but right now as it looks, we don't have nothing forecasted.
4: That's well, all right, guys. We'll take... Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Rowdy.
3: I was just going to tell everybody we got Dr. Jason calling in for us uh, at actually our time, 640. Looking forward to that. They just uh, confirmed it, so uh, he's going to be... Uh, up at 640 and looking forward to hearing how, actually y'all got to sit in on the seminar that we'll get to talk about here in a little bit and some of the other stuff that he done but uh, Jason and Conrad are coming on with uh, Medical Sports Safety Group and uh, this is their second year and they're uh, up for another one and it's actually this year's been a little bit less hectic I would think than last year with Justin Fontaine kicking us off in a fiery spark crash air towards the end of the Daytona race, what like, year before last, the twenty seventeen season. But anyway, guys, we wrapped up the twenty eighteen season at the PRI show like Jeff was telling us a while ago and and it's anything and everything you wanted to see was there. And uh anything dude, with motorsports dude, dude. And, and and met a lot of people that we had not met and was looking forward to meeting us and it was just, uh, gratifying to be able to meet them and you know before we get started let's give a shout out to Deanna there uh, the media secretary she's one that kept us all straight sent us a, me a sweet little text this morning Uh wanted to see how we all looked spiffed up and cleaned up and she said we look good and even though they could clean us up somewhere up there we got cleaned up and up to her specifications, so looking forward to seeing
0: her and Juan. Hey, listen,
3: you know, give uh, Juan picks us up with a with a uh, room, radio room on Saturday, and we was able to get Rudy to come in, and uh, we did like an hour and 24-minute show with him, which is going to air when we're off for the three weeks. We're going to air that show. Really, really great show about how they do it over in, in Europe, and uh, it's
4: a little different, guys. It is, and it was a great comparison. Uh, Jeff threw some really great questions at him on Saturday morning, and Rudy came right back with uh, everything we wanted to hear. And I think by the end of it, all three of us are ready to go and watch a NASCAR Euro Series race, aren't you?
3: I am, Mark. I tell you, I'm looking forward to it. I'd love to, to go over there and be part of
4: what they got going on. Well, Rowdy, I've been lucky enough to have been to Europe. I've not been able to see any racing, so that would be icing on the cake for me. And uh, uh, there's a there's a couple of bucket list races on my on my list, and and I only have a couple left, so that's kind of neat. But one of them would be the 24 Hours of Le Mans, and you know, and I guess any type of of uh, stock car or road racing in, in Europe at one of the more uh, they have so many race tracks over there. They just don't have the ovals like we do. They have the road courses like we have the ovals. Uh, you know, and and that's
3: kind of what I got out of all that. Don't have the the ovals yet. And uh, from what I've seen that Mark and Mark has posted, you know, it's it's they have beautiful beautiful stadiums, but no oval, not many ovals.
5: You know, it's not that they don't have their ovals. They have some of the ovals, but when they get to a certain size, like over a half mile or something, they just don't have the safer barriers, what Rudy was saying. Correct.
3: That's right. Correct.
5: And it's kind of expensive to put them in, so that's their limitations with the ovals.
4: Well, hopefully that someday that'll uh, materialize and they'll be able to put those barriers in uh, because – I think oval racing, uh, short track oval racing, and stock cars would be a big hit there. I think the people would absolutely love it. Well,
3: you know, guys, it's like the little short track here that the kids are going to, boys are going to be racing at the quarter midget track, Mark. Remember, they they want to try to fix the walls
4: there and just to do the, the little
3: quarter midget tracks over $25,000.
4: And for an association that's running on membership, that's a tough uh, fee to pay. So, yeah, uh, it sounds like they need a little fundraiser there and a little help, and maybe somebody can come through and help them get that put in. Yeah, well, Huntsville's a big town.
3: You know, there's a lot of money rolls through town. It's a great little track. I'm looking forward, we're all looking forward to spending some time there next summer. And, you know, you got people like. uh, Harrison Burton's race there. Carson Holsevac's race there. So there's there's a, a lot of history there with uh the new drivers that we actually are hanging around now, Mark. Wasn't that many days
4: ago they years ago they were at, at the Little Huntsville Speedway. Oh, that's correct, Rowdy. Speed of Carson Holsevar, he finished fourth yesterday in the snowflake, the delayed Snowflake one hundred. Uh nice showing. After a disappointing derby race for them when they broke apart and uh, yeah, uh, an ARCA regular won that race yesterday, Rowdy. Chase Purdy. And Chase won another big super late mile race earlier in the year at the Dixieland 250 in the ARCA Midwest Tour at Wisconsin International Raceway. Uh, We don't know what's going to happen with Chase next year, but we wish him the best and we hope things work out for him. Uh, It's a little uncertain for him this year, but uh, just a little arc of news for all our fans out there to hear about and uh, conjure up uh, uh, ideas so yeah uh, it was an interesting weekend uh, Rowdy you were supposed to be there but weather didn't permit that
3: no actually I'm glad I didn't go much farther than I, than Louisville, Kentucky because it was many miles down the road it really got rough and that's uh, Eighty miles an hour on ice does not mix together.
4: No, no, it's like playing bumper cars. So uh, nobody likes it on the highway, and uh, we're glad you're safe. You got there in one piece, and uh, thank goodness you had a little help from your family. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: I'm
3: that's just glad I took. The, that's right. I'm just glad I took the advice and stopped because I'm telling you, it really got rough, but. I tell you guys, uh, if if we didn't see it this weekend, I mean, there's no way to see everything at that PRI show. I mean, we we stayed pretty steady at it in the afternoon, Friday afternoon, and we we didn't even get. I, I, honestly, guys, did we actually go into another hallway because it was like ten different hallways and buildings? Well,
5: Ooh, Roddy, there dirt, was so dirt. much we didn't even get to make a, see everything. You know. And I don't see how you could see everything. I you know, I think there's certain things for specific people and that's what you go kinda of to see. The the kind of there's different kinds of racing and that's kinda of the things you look for and go look at.
4: Yeah, there were uh uh race teams represented, there were sanctioning bodies represented, the engine builders, chassis builders. Drag builders, stock car builders, road racing, off road—you name it—it it was there. There's a reason they call it the Performance Racing Industry Show, and, and everybody there was involved more. in some sort of racing was there.
3: And there was more than just English spoken there. I mean, uh, there was people from
4: all over the world there. Well, Rowdy, we—you know—we we met with Rudy, and Rudy's from Belgium uh racing throughout Europe uh we have our friends Mark and Mark from the Netherlands uh, and we heard a lot of different languages being spoken, didn't we? We
3: sure did I mean, even in the media
4: center uh they would
3: say very much languages. so in the
4: media center so yeah it was it was fun to be involved with an international flavor uh but It's also amazing, you know, and how how Rudy described their racing there, but how much the European race fans enjoy the American style of racing. So uh, that's why I think it would be a big hit over there if they could maybe open up those bigger ovals. Well, you know, Rudy was
3: talking about, and I remember when uh, Bobby Labonte went over and raced the season over there.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. He... uh, he, that that was a big thing for Bobby to go over there every week and run the entire season, uh, but he brought a lot of credibility to the to the series, I believe, and uh, he's a very popular, according to what Rudy told us, very very popular over there. So uh, we'll see. Maybe they'll send another uh, cup warmer cup driver over there to uh, to enhance the series this year well
3: guys you know last year i just attended saturday and and told y'all then i said you know we really missed the boat on this so we backed up and went on friday and i think we're all about an agreement that we need to be there thursday morning when they kick off the
4: breakfast (laughs) yeah we'll work on that one next year rowdy uh Woo! My legs are feeling it. My calves are still killing me. Uh, thank goodness it was padded floor. Otherwise, I think we'd be in worse shape. We did a lot of walking. Uh, there wasn't much sitting. Uh, we saw a lot of uh, everything. Uh, our eyes were open. We saw from the smallest, the smallest parts of that little place where the the wing nuts and the fasteners were, to you know, full size race cars of all shapes and sizes. So. It is quite the show, and, and I very feel very privileged to be able to go on there and have attended and seen it. Well, we
3: got, you know, like Juan was talking before we left, that uh, just all he asked was to send him over. Uh, he wanted to listen to our show and uh, kind of make uh, an arrangements and give him a time for next year, what time we want a room and how many days, and he said he'd fix it up for us. Great facility, man.
4: I'm telling you. We didn't
3: want for nothing, did we, guys?
4: No, not at all, Rowdy. Uh, uh, There was uh, multiple food available for purchase, uh, drinks for purchase, the media center for us uh, was, was a nice little uh, place to run back and maybe put our feet up for 10, 20 minutes, and, and then we were back out the door hitting it again. Uh, it also made it for a good, when we separated up, a good place for us to meet up. So uh, Saturday morning was a good example, Roddy. We had that seminar with Dr. Jason Comier, and uh, you were setting up for the radio show with Rudy, and uh, Jeff and I were able to come in in the middle of it and finish it off. <laughs>
3: Man, I'm telling you, uh, I just text. Actually, that got started by Rudy saying he was there on Friday and to let him know. And uh, with that being said, I gave him the room number where I was located, and all of a sudden he opened the door with a big smile, and I knew this was going off. And, you know, guys, (laughs) I'll say it. I've always said it. The best shows are the non-scripted, just when we – don't think it's going to happen, Joe And it just comes on gangbusters And Rudy, Rudy come in there and made it happen
4: Well, it was like, you know For them, it was a big goal in soccer For us, it was a home run, Rudy, Rudy Rowdy Boy, you know, Rudy Rowdy got a little tough there uh, It was just a good, good show uh, I hope everybody's going to enjoy it over the holidays As When we play it, you more than once to listen to it or go to the archives now and listen anytime you want. Just a really good show. Well, I have have not posted it
3: that link yet, Mark. I'm saving that for uh the week we don't have uh that we've got to a vague Monday night. To
4: everybody. Yeah,
3: I've
4: I I I <laughs> didn't like I
0: said, the be, gonna,
4: They'll have a chance through the holidays to listen to it more than once, so uh Take advantage of it. Listen to it. It was a really good show. Uh, we enjoyed doing it as much as uh, listening to it afterwards. So um, Rudy's accent added to the to, to the realism of, of the show, uh, and his English was impeccable. Yeah.
3: Hey, Todd. We met Rudy down in. Well, actually, we met Rudy's two friends, Mark and Mark, and then we got out down into the infield because Rudy had a, they actually had two cars in the field that day or that weekend at Pretty Daytona. And, uh, and we got to meet Rudy down doing what he does for a living. And he got to come on. He was on Saturday. Man, it, it, it's a, uh, it's a keeper to listen to Todd. You got to listen to his show when we bring it up. It's going to be played when we're on our little three week off season. So we, we're going, we're trying not to have an empty Monday night. Because we're trying to record, if we can get two more, I, I'm hoping we. I know we can get one more before it's over with, but hopefully we get two more.
6: I'm looking forward to listening to it.
3: Well, it's a different kind of racing, but like Mark said, uh, similar, but they're still still not the same yet. But they 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 crave they're craving NASCAR over there.
4: Well, they even though they're NASCAR Euro. Their rules package is very similar to ARCA's, Rowdy, the fact that they use a spec engine, spec tires, and a spec body. Uh, it, yeah, they've, uh, they they follow the ARCA package fairly closely. Well, it's a good one to follow. You know, we got
3: uh that was another thing at the banquet or at the uh, PRI shows. Elmore's display, you know, you get to actually look at the engine and you know, one of the things was how small that alternator was. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, it's amazing how small some of the things are that power these uh race the engine itself compared to some of the engines we saw around the show are are, are really small, uh but what uh, their their power and their reliability is bar none. And you're right, Mark. They
3: were some of those drag engines. Like that 57 Chevrolet with that engine, Dragster engine. I guess that was an uh, alcohol with a blower on the top. I mean, just... And, and the old car looked... It was an original, rusted-out spots. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't try to fix it. They just buffed what was there.
4: But that engine was massive. Well over five hundred cubic inches. Easy. And you know the we other
0: are... great
3: Mark is we got to spend time with with our ARC officials and uh nobody was in a hurry to get to get the show on. You know, the show was there and they were the show. So it made it easier to stand around
4: and be able to talk to them. We we made we Kind of had a game plan going into on what, uh, just from your experiences last year at the show party, what we needed and should do. And we pretty much followed that. And Friday was spent checking out as much as possible. Saturday was spent doing the the radio show, seeing the seminar. Uh, we saw a few other displays that day, but I think the majority of the day, we were at the ARCA booth. Everybody came to us, and when we tried to leave, somebody else new came, and we ended up talking with them. So, uh, and then we met some interesting people, Rudy. That Rudy had uh, come upon that weekend, and uh, uh, that nine-year-old girl driving sprint cars—just mind-boggling. Nine years old. Cutest, tiniest little girl you ever did see, and she's going to drive a sprint car. I just,
0: woo.
4: I'm
3: telling you, Todd. I just wish girls are coming too. There's several ladies there being represented
4: by Mark. There were Rowdy. There were. Uh, uh, it's in, in all in all forms and types and shapes of, of, of racing too, and uh, there was a he was the international women's racing associate or something like that uh, where we met Woody and uh, the young lady's father and we talked for probably an hour or so with them and Rudy so uh it was quite the uh, uh quite the afternoon and and the uh their compact racing series uh is just phenomenal and growing so much i, I just wish them the best well uh, that uh,
3: tk TK's got it together. She's got the attitude to go on. And that's coming. Listen, she's a lot more advanced than a nine-year-old, isn't she, guys? I she mean, sure TK I'm Boyd, that's somebody to put on the radar in uh, five, six years, if not sooner. Ooh. She's just nine years old, and she's been practicing.
4: Well, one of the things I saw that was interesting there was at the ARCA booth, Rowdy. Uh, The ARCA CRA Super Series uh, sanctions uh, Super Late Model, Pro Late Model, and a couple of other divisions at the lower level uh, throughout the upper Midwest. And uh, they're starting a new series for 10- to 15-year-olds in uh, controlled engine late-model stock cars uh, to give these younger drivers a less expensive, more appropriate, possibly a way of getting, moving themselves up the ladder and uh, driving uh, stock cars. So uh, I'll be interested to see. Uh, Jeff and I talked a little bit about it when we uh, saw it at the show. So uh, I'll be interested to see what happens and how many of uh, these uh, cars show up at the races this spring. Well, you
3: know, we we got to see uh Wayne and his driver he's got coming up next year. Uh I think Wayne's got him another composite body, uh Todd. So hopefully with that being said, I think that he's gonna race all the
4: short tracks and a few yes, intermediate I, I don't know if he's eligible to run the big tracks yet, Rowdy. Or if that's just their if that's just their game plan. Uh we we spoke with he and his father, I believe. Yes. And, uh, uh, yeah, I think that was their game plan. Although, you know, I, I, I'm not certain what his age is. Do you? I think he's old enough to run it. I believe they're just going to run the short tracks for the
3: steel bodies and uh, eventually.
4: For the experience?
3: Right. And then eventually get a fiberglass, a composite car.
4: Okay. Okay. If I bike that's the well, game. Them them. And, yeah. Well Wayne, Wayne was one of the people we were easily recognized at the show. Uh, he Wayne's the character, he looked great in his talks. It was good to see him there and he looked well and, and uh there were a few others that that it was good to see them there, Rowdy, uh the Venturinis and uh uh I could yeah, everybody there that we got yeah, to see at the Yeah, Lorna end.
3: Rainer with MDM, he was there. I mean, it was a who's who. Our table was a great table again this year. And I'm telling Very you, it's It a- <laughs> <laughs> was really yes, entertaining. You
4: Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, and the Italian and the, and the, the lady. Who seemed to like us for some reason. So we're glad. No, we had a really nice time. We had a good table. Uh, Looking forward to next year. I hope it's half as good we'll have a good time, Rowdy. Hey, and uh, Jim,
3: man, I mean, can you get any better?
4: You know what, Rowdy? This summer, we're going to have you up here in Wisconsin for some racing, and we're going to hear you here during the week sometime. So on a Tuesday night, we're going to go up, and we're going to go and sit in on his show.
3: That would make him smile, see me up in Wisconsin
4: from Alabama, wouldn't it? Yes, sir, it would. And it would probably get, you, get us all on the show on top of that. And I would love to be on Jim Trado's show. Well, he's got a good one,
3: guys. Uh, well, he said he April does. to September is when they run his show.
4: Well, uh, the format, the setup, the situation, the location, all of it. It's worked really well for them through the years. And uh, I, yeah, I would really enjoy uh, going up and and seeing the show live, possibly being on it.
3: Well, that's what we got. That's what we got a plan. Go ahead, Todd.
6: Uh today I went to my favorite NASCAR shop here in New York and I ended up picking up two Arca diecast cars that they made.
4: Oh my. What and were
6: those? Lelandie Munters, vegan car. Okay. And Miss Natalie Decker's.
4: Wow. Those are nice collectibles That's a nice collect- add to your collection Todd Yep
6: yeah, yep yeah. And supposedly they made one more But it hasn't been uh, Sent out yet I think that's Ooh. Michael sales
4: Oh the Sinclair car Because
3: uh, I've seen him Advertising I believe i saw. Seen- when they first come out, that they would be available. Leilani's and Natalie's and Michael's. I'm sure next year will be Christian,
4: him running the full season. Right. We can only hope that happens, Rowdy. I'm yep. excited and about Christian running the full season. I want to see what he can do on those bigger tracks. He adapts so I well. That- I just see him doing really, really well, Rowdy. Well, if they well, make it, I will have it. Oh, right. Well, send us some shots on Facebook so we can see them, Todd.
6: Oh, most definitely. They they sell for seven ninety nine.
4: Well, well, that's not a that's a nice price for a, for a collectible. Uh, you know, it's a reasonable price. So, yeah, good yeah, for you, buddy. Good for you.
3: Hey, let's take us a little break right here and Dr. Jason Collins.
4: All right, Robbie. Trying to unwind from my, Well you know I didn't get in Until yesterday afternoon late I had a pretty lazy afternoon We went and got our Christmas tree Yesterday Rowdy uh, Set it up in the house We didn't decorate it It's going on right now uh, puts around a little bit Started getting my chores And back into the regular daily activity Because we had a busy two weeks Between the the banquet The PRI show And the snowball derby Rowdy
3: Uh, hey, isn't that the truth? I mean you start thinking well actually Mark, I I got on a roll there. Salem. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Uh well uh, uh Charlotte the Dirt Nationals. Uh mm. did went that to the All American to think it was gonna try to do something and got to hang out with Daryl Walters and uh turned around and we're at the Snowball Derby, and it's through four, actually for me, five days. Kicked it off with Bob Dillner and uh, Adam Mackey down at, at Beef Old Brady's, downtown Pensacola, at the, at the kickoff bash. And it was absolutely wonderful. Burley and I were, was there, and then they started up Wednesday with the Modifieds, and they didn't let up until Saturday because it rained us out.
4: Yeah, yeah, they got all that in yesterday. Finally,
6: Mark, talk about a little bit about a little about that.
3: Let me catch this caller.
4: Well, Rowdy, uh, Jeff and I let are going to head just, down to the court.
3: Mark, let me just interrupt you because I've got my. It is my. It is our caller. Uh, listen, right. welcome. back to the Rowdy Magli Show, Doctor Jason Conner founder of uh Motorsports Safety Group. Welcome back, Doctor Jason.
7: Hey guys, how y'all doing?
0: Uh doing great. Morning, great.
3: It was uh Doctor Jason, it's good to see you. It's good to see everybody dressed up for a change instead of wearing hats and uh black T shirts.
7: Yeah, that's a that's a newer design that uh I think Brandon came up with and uh it 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 looks well. Um uh, you know, we like the material, and, and it certainly gives us a bigger presence. Well, Doc Jason,
0: you, this year was
3: kind of uh, easier than it was last year, because last year started out with the crash of Justin Fontaine. That kind of livened things up, get you on your feet quick, didn't it?
7: Yeah, this year was really something else. Um, we, we uh, you know, it's, it's always hard getting your feet off the ground when it's the first time out. Um, but, you know, this season, you know, we learned a lot in the first year. Um, so it made things a bit a bit easier. Uh, things were streamlined a little bit better. We got to know a lot of people. And, you know, people like you guys helped us out a whole lot. So, you know, getting escorted through those muddy waters initially and then trying to find your way, you know, certainly uh, easy, easier for, you know, in terms of trying to make a transition. So now, you know, Motorsports Safety Group is really kind of up and going. We, we have our feet wet. Uh, we, we, we know a little bit more about what's going on in the infrastructure of, of, of different organizations and how they work. And, and after understanding that, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's easier and in, in, in that you, you, you build up essentially a trust. You're not stepping on anybody's toes and you gain a, you gain a, um, you know, mutual respect.
3: Dr. Jason, you got, you kind of got everybody thinking in the right direction, but even me on my diet, uh, it improved over the years. So, I mean, it, it, it had affected everybody.
7: You know, that's, that's good to hear, man. Um, you know, over the last year, at least, uh, you know, several drivers have, uh, reached out and, and, and parents and car owners and track owners, track promoters, just to trying to get our insight on, on a multitude of different things. And with that, We've become even more more engaged. we've added even more people to our to our team. and you know the message is real and and they understand that it's not you know our job isn't to to take people off the racetrack, it's more so to help them prepare uh, prior to going to the racetrack, those that get into those cars, and things to look forward forward to. And you know we're trying to take out the distractors and and things that have kind of just falsified. Things that people hear out there to, just, to, to get rid of some of the rumors, and, and so they can do what they do best and race and perform, and everybody can do their job. And we think that that provides for a healthy environment and a positive platform for everybody to do their job. You know, there's so many um, intangibles out there. Uh, you know, my biggest surprise is I just didn't know how busy you guys were. I mean, you guys are so so busy, and you know we take that all for granted. It's many things that. The fans don't see. Well, there's even things that the car drivers don't see. And just behind the scenes, whether it's, you know, the mechanics, the crew chiefs, the media, the radio, et cetera, there's all these moving parts. And the way, it's, the way it, it runs makes it seem like, it's, you know, the light turns on and everything just works. But that's really far, far from, from the reality of the situation because you guys work extremely hard. It's just a really impressive, well, well-oiled machine.
3: Well, Dr. Jason, I'm going to tell you it's one great big family and you know that already. I don't have to tell you but just to share it with the listeners it's just one huge family and we're all blessed to be part of what's going on. I agree with you. Hey, Mark, you're live with
4: Dr. Jason. Thanks, Roddy. Dr. Jason, welcome. Good to see you this past weekend and Jeff and I were Uh, privileged enough to be at the seminar Saturday morning and wow, uh, eye opener uh, a a lot more than we thought was going to come out of that. And uh, how you would keep expanding and getting these experts involved with the safety group is just amazing. And uh, keep it up, please.
7: Absolutely. Thanks. And really great feedback. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it.
4: No, we enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, we, we, we listen to a lot of seminars through the year we, or, and, and people talking in that. And uh, uh, each, each uh, guest you brought on was, you know, I don't know if it was better or, or how you keep getting it like that. But, uh, yeah, Dr. Carlson, and, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the other uh, gentleman's name. Uh, we're, we're just uh, great, great guests. And uh, I was privileged to be there and listen to all three of you.
7: Well, I tell you, uh, Philip, uh, well, doc, Dr. Surface, when he when he walked up, I tell you, he was uh, he he's, he's very impressed. You know, they have a really nice thing going on in, in HRA, but he'll he admitted clearly that you know just a just a family atmosphere and the camaraderie within the ARCA series is something that he um, didn't really expect to see, and he was very surprised, and and he was most surprised and impressed with how well and engaging. Um uh, you know, the just people like uh, Mark Gundrum and Ron Draga are interested in helping uh, provide safety and uh, an avenue for drivers and 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 trying to keep the you know the series safe. You know they've been they've been at it for a while, uh, and that's just not the NHRA, but many other racing organizations um kind of banging their heads together, trying to get a platform together uh, as to what they could do to provide some safety. But, but let's be honest, you know, it's an expensive endeavor. Um, you know, no, no, one has, no one person is going to have the right answer as to how you approach it. And so it's going it's to always have this fear factor. But at the same time, you know, as we chip away uh, and make this concerted effort to bring about safety, uh, you know, you saw uh, Dr. Carlson talk uh, into the depth of thermoregulatory things and hydration, et cetera. And I tell you, she's, she's you know, according to many, um, thought to be in the top five physiologist you know, in the country. She's worked with NASCAR and IndyCar uh, you know, in the past and, and she was very excited, remains so very excited to be in the ARCA um, our, our organization and, and again also said it's just like a, just like a family and it, it's everything that, you know, it's more than what I thought it was going to be to be honest with you and at the banquet I said, you know, this is a relationship that we cherish uh, it's one of our biggest ones and, uh, you know, we're, we're here. Uh, we consider, we consider ourselves part of the family.
4: Well, it didn't take long for you to be considered part of the family. I, I think shortly after your introduction to ARCA, uh you were eagerly sought out and, and that was great to see. And just makes, you know, uh, you're getting involved that much easier.
7: That's good to hear, man. Um, I did. I did. Uh, hope I answered all y'all's questions about the about the newer technology that that we're introducing that in the q collar and the neurokinetic eye pass machine. The, it was finally good to finally be able to talk more the, about well,
4: that. It, it was funny that Jeff almost walked off with your collar too. Uh, a <laughs> good thing you grabbed it. Uh, it's just amazing <laughs> that it, it, it looks like a headband used on to hold back you know your hair. Uh, it's a very easy-looking device, uh, but it works.
7: Yeah, you know, it works, it works well. And what's so, what's so amazing about it is that we've taken, or at least the, the creators of that collar um, have taken, the, uh, taken advantage of what, what physiology has given us in nature. And as I've described, you know, it emulates what happens in the woodpeckers. Uh, and that the woodpecker's tongue encircles its brain twice before exiting the mouth. And then the power in the battle in ram, uh, you know, they have the Omohyo ligament, which helps to uh, reduce a small amount of blood flow from the brain. And taking those concepts into consideration, trying to work with that glass now full versus the glass half you know, you prevent the so called slosh effect of the, of the brain's movement within the skull. And we think that this is this is definitely going to be a game changer. It's been in over 2,500 high school football games. Luke Cage from the NFL, Vernon Davis now wearing his collar. It's basically highlighted every time uh, they're on the field. There's drivers uh, across multiple series. I won't mention their names as of yet, but they're actually testing the collar as well. And now, you know, we're also working with the jockey and also other elements of the NFL and the military. So we're. Just very excited and finally uh, excited that, uh, you know, the talks are happening more so with ARCA and uh, NASCAR going, going forward with this technology.
4: Well, it was, you know, it, it, it was just a really great, great seminar. And like you guys said, it uh, the hardest part is, is the racers are asking, will it make me go faster? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's safety, you know, is, is just as important And I think slowly but surely we're all realizing that So thanks Dr. Jason It's always great having you on And uh, if Jeff's available I'm going to turn you over to Jeff Okay Thank you Happy Happy holidays Dr. Jason Thank you so much
7: Absolutely I'll see you
5: soon
4: You bet we'll see you at Daytona Take her away Jeff You, you here. there?
5: Yep I'm here how are you doing, Dr. J. Take, thanks for taking time and being on the show tonight? I know you're kind of busy.
7: Hey Jeff, how are you doing? Good to see you.
5: Now, with some of the some of the stuff you got like Saturday in your seminar, it was a great seminar, you and your colleagues. How many colleagues do you have working with the ARCA program right now? So uh so we have
7: we have basically three uh, primary uh, neurosurgeons, and then the remainder of the other seven uh, scientists. So there's a total of basically uh, ten scientists from an academic standpoint that work with the ARCA series that bring about either a primary role or uh, an, an advisory role on the on the medical board. So Dr. Alan Apple, Dr. Danny Bedros, and myself have, uh, have taken primary roles in some of the medical advisory board May move into some of those primary roles um, in the next month or so as they as they see um, going forward. Um, we're going to be in active discussions about that because they're they're just they're just really excited about what what they saw and what and what and what they're hearing about about how racing's really really embracing us and our message.
5: Now, some of the things you're talking about that you're you're implementing with ARCA. Um, how does ARC, does ArCA you do you suggest ArCA to do certain things and do they how long do they actually do some of the things that you're doing or want them to do would like them to do
7: so what what we do the relationship that we've that, that we built with with ArCA that we have is that you know if there's if, if there's if there's something that we think will provide um, some advantage or some benefit in terms of uh, safety to the drivers since we are over their medical initiative, they, they will listen, will discuss it, and if it's something that they feel is uh, certainly reasonable, and that um, whether it's on the racetrack, whether it's with the families, whether it's with the drivers themselves, you know, we typically vet that out with them initially, and if we all agree that it's a good idea. Um, then, then, then we go forward and 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 you know mention it. Uh, we we never try to overstep or uh, go above or, or or behind any any sort of lines. Everything is cleared and talked through. Uh, Mark Gundrum, uh, Ron Drager, and the supporting staff before trying to uh, implement any anything.
5: Now like your seminar on Saturday, some of the things that you guys were talking about, like that, the collar that you had now, is that something you came up with or someone else come up with? And you're kind of kind of trying to introduce it to the, to the racing series. Right.
7: So um, several years ago, NASA initially had that technology. Um, You know, David Smith is the original creator of that collar and, um, uh, you know there was a lot of work uh, when it was first uh, created. Once, once Q30 Innovations took the collar on, um, you know Tom Huey uh, and his group, and Greg Myers, who's a he's a lead investigator at an IRB at uh, Children's Cincinnati Children's Hospital, they 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 invested a lot of time, uh, a lot of money into acquiring um, data through uh, particular IRBs. And so, in time, now there's a, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of data that that they've acquired. I came in contact with the company through Julian Bales, who people know from the movie Concussions and his role in terms of what he did for uh, you know, the NFL with uh, Bill Amalo and you know that 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 timeline of of uh, developing and defining uh, CTE or chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Uh, so Julian Bales uh, introduced me to this since uh, we're on we're on other boards together uh, and through just talks and and they knew that I was in this atmosphere um, decided you know this could be something that could benefit racing um, based on that and my still my history of racing I you know looking at this I guess that's how neurosurgery and, and racing were kind of merged together or married together if you will and it was it was I decided at that point well this is something I can bring to racing and essentially become the ambassador of bringing the cue collar and a, a different level of safety from a preventative side to all of motorsports and just racing in general.
5: Now, in the past years, you've had uh, some seminars throughout the season. Uh, do you have do you do you have any plans set for next year, or what you might uh, what seminars you might be doing and when?
7: Well, we're definitely going to be at Daytona
5: um after the nascar
7: summit i think we're gonna uh probably just before the nascar summit in january we're gonna we're gonna sit down and talk uh on uh with mark and and the and the staff and uh organize a um you know cement uh, nail down some, some times and uh as to when we're going to do presentations. I think we're probably going to try to do seven or eight this year. You know, it's been growing each year. You know, the first year was three or four. Last year was I think it was five or six seminars. And, and so more people are now presenting. You know, Dr. Manuel Turner presented in Chicago. So it's taken some uh, of the obligations off myself to try to present at the majority of them. Uh, and I might probably still do that because I just love the racetrack. Um, but uh, now bringing more and more of my other colleagues in, it's certainly going to free up some more uh, dollars to go out there and provide a message to the race car drivers.
5: Um, yeah, and you guys do a great message. Like Mark said, uh, when we sat in those seminars on Saturday, we didn't know what to expect, but it kind of it it just, it blew our minds. The things that we didn't know and the things that we'd learned uh, it was just amazing, and what you guys do is uh, greatly appreciated for the racing series. That's good to know, Jeff.
7: Thank you, Sam. It makes me feel good, like we, really, we are doing something.
5: All right. I know you're a busy man, and I'm going to kind of let you go, and I appreciate you taking time out and being on the show tonight, and uh, wish you and all your colleagues uh, happy holidays, and uh, we'll see you in Daytona. And I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy.
7: Okay. Good hearing from you.
3: All right, Dr. Jason. Uh, Man, you you brought it to us this year. And uh, we all seen the results, and it was good to be at the banquet with you. And we're looking forward to seeing you. I think now it's 62 days to Daytona.
7: Man, Roddy, I'm looking forward to it. Always great to be on your show, man. Um uh you know, we we like I said, this is like a family. We we've always uh felt really uh welcome from the onset. You and your crew have made that happen as well from from the initial Daytona. And we look forward to many, many years to come, man. And uh, it's always well, great to be on your show. I'm telling you what it special
3: to be down in, in uh Daytona when Natalie set on the pole for the Venturini's in that number five car. Man, was that not special? We got to yeah, we that together.
7: Really, yeah, we saw a lot of really cool things, you know, uh the Jesse Ouji and, and, and the and the, the, the navy the naval following and all that. Uh some really, really cool things in racing and I'm I'm just excited about the future, you know. Um, you know, it it's easy to be passionate about this when you're around uh, positive people and, and and racers that are really attentive and just trying to compete and, and you know from the grassroots up and you know my you know on, on on one side why I love operating you know I think I'm in a pretty lucky position in that you know not many people can say boy after surgery I get to go to racetrack you know and when you after the racing's over boy I can't wait to get back to work so you know I've <laughs> I've been I've been blessed I feel like I'm kind of living the dream right now.
3: Us too, Doctor Jason. Tell everybody where they can follow your uh, safety, motor safety group.
7: Yeah, so they can follow us on www.motorsportsafetygroup.com, and also on our Twitter page, uh, MS Group uh, at Motorsports Safety. Um, so good to be here, man. Um, certainly, so so good to talk to you. Uh, and please invite us back. It's always great talking to you.
3: Oh, you're always welcome, sir. Y'all y'all are always welcome, and it's great to be, have y'all part of us, and y'all let us be part of y'all's, y'all's deal, and then we're we're just all living our dream. And thanks a lot, sir. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. Okay.
7: Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. I'll see you in Daytona.
3: All right. Thank Happy you, holidays, Dr. J.
7: So you bet. All right, Todd, Mark.
3: Uh, not a bad way to uh, actually, you know, we're Mark and Todd. We're kind of coming down to the end of the year here, and uh, I think Monday night's our last show till after the New Year. Well, well, we've got we... live show. We've got we've got a couple. Yeah. We got some pre uh, We're, stuff, we're but...
4: gonna give somebody something to listen to while we're off the air, but. It's just hard to believe we're doing one last show for 2018. Uh, Boy, we got two races left. So, you know, we won't be able to review that for three weeks. So be it. Uh, But, yeah, I want to give a quick shout out of what's going on this Saturday in DeCoin, Illinois, Rowdy, if that's okay. There you
3: go. That's fine, Mark.
4: We are at the Southern Illinois Center in DeCoin. They're having the USAC midgets. 55-lap feature. Uh, They have almost 70 entries already, and one of them happens to be Mr. Christopher Bell. So NASCAR fans and uh, short track fans probably know Christopher quite well. He's entered and could possibly win this uh, event. Uh, We're looking forward to it. Uh, It's uh, dirt indoors. Uh, Bring your goggles and enjoy a uh, little fumes never hurt anybody, Rowdy. And, uh, goggles is a mess. Excuse me, Rowdy? I said goggles is a mess, too. Yes, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, I've not been there before, I'm just assuming. <laughs> I've been to a few dirt races here and there, and, uh, you, you should have them just in case, so, uh. We'll come prepared, Rowdy, that's for sure.
3: Well, it's like them rubber boots. They're in the car now, so
4: I'm prepared.
0: Yep, that's it. So.
4: Well, I have that holiday music in the background. Uh, <laughs> is it getting to be that time of night, Rowdy? That's Well, that's Diana coming off. She
3: rings off every hour on hour now, so... Until I pack her away after Christmas
4: It's good to hear Rowdy Yep so Uh, Let
3: me see if uh, Mark Mark let me see if Jeff Got back on Hey Jeff you there Yeah Let's let's talk a little bit About the I know that Mark and I Just kind of talked a little bit about it The PRI show but
5: Pretty awesome
3: night, wasn't it? Well, pretty awesome two days.
5: That was great, Roddy. You know, like you, I'd never been there before. It was my first time, just like Mark's first time. Uh, You were there last year just for one day, and you raved all about it, and uh, that's why we had to get there this year. So, and it's just, yeah, it was a great show. It's just so overwhelming. There's any, you could walk around to any booth, and by the time you got out of there, you could build a race car. Because they had everything Easily. and anything That you would need
4: I was had a checkbook and a credit card Exactly <laughs> What well, about you there
3: Mark Let's let Jeff get his breath there I got him in between break
4: Try and break Make it no. a break
0: <laughs>
4: You know what Yeah make that clean break buddy uh, he's, he's, As we all know Jeff's still uh, probably working So uh it's great that he comes in and he takes the time to do the show every week. Uh, there are times maybe he can't, but uh, he makes the effort to be there for the most part. We appreciate it. We had a great time at the show. Uh, when the three of us get together, uh, good things happen, it seems, and uh, we, we we really had a good time this weekend. We saw a lot. We did a lot. We talked a lot. We walked a lot. Uh, we got cold. We went from one extreme being wet to being cold, Rowdy, so we, we did the gambit in the weather side too. Yeah. It was a good good weekend. Uh it was it was good to get home, but uh I miss being with my friends and uh colleagues and uh uh and enjoying the racing atmosphere that we uh we so much love. So uh till next week,
3: we'll see you. Well, you know, Mark, before we get going here, it's people like Dr. Jason that, you know, you know, and Big Bill Venturini, Kathy Venturini, Lauren uh, Rainer, you know, we got to meet this weekend. Again, we'd already met him during the season, but you know, ever Kevin Lewinsky, you know, it was a who's who of arc at the banquet, and it was great to be there, and it was great to be invited to come and be
4: part of part of something so neat wow uh i agree rowdy uh wholeheartedly uh it it was just a wonderful wonderful time and uh it, it just just so enjoyable and, and being able to uh to share it with you and jeff just made it that much better well yeah you know, uh
3: I t- told you a little earlier, Andy H- Hillenberg had told Charlie he wanted to sit at table 30, 34, and I told him th- table 34 was the round table. So, Andy, that. you know, I give Andy a little advice about where to go to getting his thugs at, and he took my advice and told me, hey, that was a neat place to do that. You was dead on. And so I know now
4: he's going to know that table 34. Is where it was well, we're going to have Andy Hillenberg at our table for the rest of the ARCA Bank, which I have a feeling, as long as Andy's going to him, and that's going to be a while. So, uh, Merry Christmas to everybody uh, and the Hillenburg Green gang, and uh, we'll have you at our table next year. Well, uh,
3: that being said, Mark, Jeff, Todd, hey, listen, it's been, I think we got one more show, and then we're going to take a little they want us to take a little vacation. Do we want to? Usually not. We got but we got something up our
4: sleeve, so we're gonna go on whether it's pre recorded or, or live. We we uh we have to take our little hiatus rowdy and uh but we will we will have something for everybody to listen to, won't we? Are we doing a live show I, next I, I, week? Got, Are yeah, we doing a live
5: that, show next week?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I found a love hey, night, me Good, Darling just dive right in Follow my lead I found a girl Beautiful and sweet well, I never knew When we fail
5: Indoor Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit
0: Autobondspeed.com.